This is the Whiskey Rebellion podcast with your hosts Publius and Benevolus. Hey, 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 everybody. It's your boy Benevolus, the chief of the Gadsden Press and half of the hosts for the old Whiskey Rebellion. Uh, Pulis cannot join us once again this week. Um, he actually has a little family situation to attend to. Nothing nothing major, don't worry. Um, and he said, you know, I don't know when I'm going to make it back. Do you want to wait up all night? Um, he's got to produce it, so we'll just get it. We'll just get rambling. Um, but... I'll try and keep it a little structured, try and talk about the things we were going to talk about anyways. It's always an honor to be in front of the Whiskey Rebellion crowd. Always be an honor to, you know, anytime there's a chance to get content out, um, to hopefully change some minds, to hopefully open some eyes. Um, you can't complain. You can never complain about that. And we're going to get into a couple of different things. Um, I want to get into why I'm pissed about everyone using the free market. Uh, the term free market and why it's driving me insane. Uh, we got a post up this week on the Gazden that I published. Uh, it's been a couple of weeks, a lot going on in life and in the Whiskey Rebellion. Um, but it feels good to get some content up there, show that, show the uh, Gazden press a little bit of love. Of course, we'll get into Fuck the Elites. Brian Stelzer's my my showcase, but we'll, we'll find a couple. We'll dig into some tweets, some hot takes as well. And how can we miss talking about Fauci's emails? Um, we absolutely cannot miss that. So I want to circle back once, just real quick, to the end of episode uh, 15 last week. At the end, I gave one hot take that was joining the military is just welfare for conservatives. First off, that wasn't me that tweeted that or thought that. I thought it was an interesting take and I thought it was important to get out there for a couple of reasons. Um, namely that why, why does the right have such an obsession with the military? I mean, don't get me wrong. Stand for the flag. I think everybody should. I don't think you have to, etc. Always respect men and women who fought and died, uh, obviously for our freedom. But the right puts puts a certain emphasis on it that often conflates a lot of what they're trying to say. And with the right being so staunchly, staunchly Second Amendment, how can, and I said this a couple weeks ago, how can we have a military as well as a militia, as well as private citizens with firearms? It's a difficult dilemma. It's, it's, it's above all a recipe for chaos, a recipe for war. Do we want that? There's plenty of people who do. Um, does it keep everybody up in arms? 100%. And I think that um, the take of, you know, joining the military is welfare for conservatives. It's not that it's just that obsession and it's um the opportunity and it's the 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 vision um like i said gaz and press was he rebellion vic is a veteran um there's absolutely no hate nothing but love but my take on the military and police has changed drastically and I'm still, how do, you, how do you put it? I'm still struggling with how to fully form that, that thought. So, <clears throat> excuse me, getting some, getting some takes in there, I think is important, but I just wanted to clarify that real quick. I've been thinking about that for a week. Anyways, before we get into my post and everything beautiful about Fauci, I want to talk about why it drives me nuts that 
people use the term free market to mean <laughs> capitalism. Um, there's not really another way to say it. Um, it's just an attack on, on capitalism. And if, if, if you... Capitalism has its flaws. If you're not going to admit that, you're blind to what's in front of us. Now, the way that these leftists take it is absolutely incredible. Um, most of these corporations, they all bend the knee to what the government wants. They all bend the knee to what what the woke crowd wants. And they all exist within each other. So there's this, this graph. And it's showing these, these all these massive brands. And the brands that they, that, 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 that fall under them. So let's take a look at this. You got Coca-Cola, Kraft, Nestle, P&G, Johnson & Johnson. What is that? You don't believe, I think. Mars, Kellogg's, and um, General Mills, and PepsiCo. <clears throat> so under these brands, you know, <laughs> you think about all these people who say, you know, well, let's 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 boycott and let's um, not not buy their brands and their their name. Well, guess what? If you want to boycott, let's say Coke, you've got to boycott Sprite, Dasani, Monster Energy, Vitamin Water, Smart Water. If you want to boycott, I don't know, Johnson & Johnson, Splenda, Tylenol, One Touch, Johnson Baby, Band-Aid, Mars. Let's get into the Mars brand. Uncle Ben's, M&M's, Big Red, Pop-Tarts. No, I definitely, I skipped, I skipped a graph there. Pop-Tarts are Kellogg's. Let's go to Nestle and remind you, these are just, what, food, drink, some over-the-counter medicine, Charmin, Okay, so P&G's got soaps and laundry detergents. I mean, Nestle, Nestle's massive. Oh my gosh. Kit Kat, Coffee Mate, Nerds, it's all the Wonka, Purina, food, or pet food, Gerber Baby, Nesquik. How is this a free market? Where these brands, these these empires, these monopolies can just dictate everything. Well, I'll tell you why. The media, the elites, of course, and money. Money controls, and we've talked about it so much, money controls everything we say, everything we do. This is another great example. Amazon is a war with everyone. Amazon Logistics, at war with FedEx, Amazon Audible, at war with Scribd, Amazon Alexa, at war with Google, Amazon General, at war with Google, Amazon Music, at war with Spotify, I mean, Prime, Netflix, Amazon.com, eBay, Flipkart, AWS, Google Cloud, Twitch, Google Game, or YouTube Gaming. I mean, this list just goes on and on and on and on. Facebook owns Instagram, WhatsApp, Oculus, Google owns YouTube, Waze, Motorola, Apple. Well, I think everyone knows Apple, Beats, Siri, etc. Amazon, Zappos, Whole Foods, Alexa, Microsoft, LinkedIn, Skype, GitHub. Massive, massive brands that control everything we say and do, that have data on everything we say and do. 
it all it all loops back to each other. They all come back to connect those dots like we've talked about. They're gonna call they're gonna call this podcast, they're gonna call this little monologue here a conspiracy theory that <laughs> that Amazon, who who owns the Washington Post, mind you, is is, you know, trying to control the world. I don't really see how that's a conspiracy theory at this point. Conspiracy theories are rooted in some sort of truth. There has to be some sort of truth for it to become a reality. Now, I guess you could say, you know, pigs can't fly. I guess that's a valid argument, but is that a conspiracy theory? Or is that just a out of left field statement? <laughs> um, to think that that we live in a capitalist society is delusional. You know, here, here's another great tweet from Justin Amash. Right-wing statism is no better than left-wing statism. The growing calls from the right for the state to commandeer private sectors for the benefit of public freedom both misconstrues freedom and also opens everyone up to public claims on their business, labor, and resources. Yeah. So if the right wants to go around and say, well, well, Twitter shouldn't be allowed to, you know, make statements and Facebook and Nike shouldn't be able to say black lives matter. Okay. So you want the government, you want to sue these companies and tell the government to turn these things off, to write a law that bans these things. That's called bootlegging. That's called that. I mean, that's such a leftist play. <laughs> You're playing right into their hands. And, and, and Michael Noah's, I don't know how the hell to say his last name. Who, you know, we get some hate on here. He tweeted a, uh, you know, it's the gas and rattlesnake saying at least it's not the government with a foot um, stomping on it. And Walmart, Nike, Coke, McDonald's are all in the foot. You know, hey, at least it's not the government, right? You got to be careful. You got to be careful what you wish for. More than ever. More than ever. Here's, before before we get into this, this tweet, this statement. We have never, never lived in a truly free capitalist society. The government's always protecting somebody, and somebody's always protecting the government. Okay? To, to, to sit and say the government <laughs> isn't protecting anybody is ludicrous. I mean, start thinking about just off the top of my head, you know. Sure. They took down Microsoft for a monopoly in the 90s. Bill Gates was still a billionaire. They, they can't... The elites, the cabal, they can't let too much... Too much go out of hand. They gotta rein in a little bit. When the masses start screaming, that's the only time that the government gives a fuck is when people start actually threatening people. I mean, look at, look at it. Good old January 6th. The people actually did something. Now, now, I've started to change my mind a little bit on who was actually behind January 6th. But let's just continue with the fact that, or not the fact, the, the train of thought that it was right-wing, hello, Trumpers. They're scared. They're going to put up a damn 12-foot fence. Nancy doesn't know what to do. And what does this have to do with the free market? Well, if free market existed, as it should, and we could take down the big companies, and we could actually boycott successfully, the government will never let us. They'll always back somebody. And I think the internet has changed what the free market is and what freedom is. 
because the internet is, we've said it before, a top three invention ever in mankind. Also, the most dangerous weapon on the planet. I don't, I don't care if there's nuclear weapons. You can do more damage with the internet in a faster amount of time. Much faster amount of time. How do we beat? How do we beat everybody? Cryptocurrency. That's why crypto is beautiful. This is from uh, some random person on Twitter I saw. Uh, Martha Bueno. Shout out. Several countries want to limit cryptocurrencies. Why? Because crypto bypasses government's monopoly on fiat currency. If the USA can't force you to pay for its endless wars, how will they fund it? The faster we all get on board with crypto, the faster we can live free. We can decide how much our money's worth. We can decide where our money goes. Quit thinking inside the United States. Quit thinking on the ground of the United States. To get ahead, we're going to have to think not only 10 steps ahead, but 10 steps back. We've got to figure out what they were thinking. It's not always obvious. I don't know. That was my little rant. This whole free market shit. I mean, these communists are just, they're relentless. If we're going to beat them, we got to be even more relentless. So, I wrote a post this week on the first because, as everybody probably knows by now, um, if you don't, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. COVID's over. We're free. We can do whatever the hell we want. And uh, no more masks. Um, I'm drinking my, going to pour a little more of my Cabernet. And um, I'm here to remind you that you should never believe anything you see. Seeing is no longer believing. And we talked about that on episode 15 last week. We were right about COVID. Whether it's man-made doesn't matter. It came out of a lab. They knew it existed. The Chinese knew it existed. You can't tell me the United States didn't know it existed. Nobody can sell that to me anymore. Nothing you see is real. Okay? Jesse Kelly tweets that all the time. And remember this as well. They told us two fucking weeks to slow the curve. Those of us on the libertarian anarchist spectrum, we knew it was never going to be two weeks. Just like the war in the Middle East was never going to be once we find WMDs. We never found them. We still haven't found them. We're never going to find them. They didn't exist. It was all a phony to get us over there to make sure we could maintain control of the region, maintain the resources, maintain money. Money, money, money. The root of all evil. I don't think it's power. I think it's money. Anyways, diving into this post. I don't know why the hell I'm talking about the Middle East. Listen, summer's here. We defeated the right-wing conspiracies. President Trump. We rallied the troops to topple white supremacy while we fought the worst pandemic in 100 years. Give yourself applause, okay? And I'm just going to read. Um, I want to read a little bit what I wrote. I was just on one last night. I don't know. I was thinking about how I wouldn't have to wear a mask today. And I was like, you know what? Let's get something out. Don't get me wrong. If you want to get the vaccine, by all means, get the vaccine. Much like the flu shot, there are far fewer negatives than positives. Keep your health in check. Keep your family and friends in order. It's simple. I applaud anyone who wants to get the vaccine, especially if it's selfless. But, but, do not get me fucking wrong. Fuck that vaccine. They shoved it down our throats. 
with drastic, drastic language. And now state governments are offering incentives <laughs> to promote the vaccine. Why does it take potential monetary gain for people to finally get their shot? Why does the government, how do they know that's all that is going to get people to take it? It's easy. We aren't all the sheep they want us to be. But we aren't all the sheep they want us to be. And, and that's the root of it. And that's the thing about this whole million dollar thing across the country. And I discussed this with my wife. I said, a million dollars. Five people are going to split a million dollars. So 200K. Five people. My odds are so slim, I don't care. Now, if they told me a thousand people are going to split a million dollars, so everybody's getting $10,000. Is that right? That's definitely not right. It'd be a thousand dollars. So let's say a hundred people, a million dollars, 10K. I'd be a little more motivated. I'd say those odds, odds, those odds aren't bad. 10K? I could do something nice with that. Could get me a truck, a couple guns, probably some more cab. That ain't bad. They don't want anybody to get rich, they don't want anybody to have money. $10,000 to 100 people, that makes the government on both sides throw up. Because it makes the righties say, well, they didn't earn that. It makes the lefties say, the rich get richer. <laughs> if you think there's a difference between them, just stop listening to the podcast because you're, you're, you're gaining nothing from this anymore. If you think that getting the vaccine makes someone a sheep. You're, you're just wrong. If they make the choice to get the vaccine, if they weigh the options, what more can you ask for? If someone's got family that they're worried about, so be it. But listen up, okay? Just because you're fearful doesn't mean I need to be. And this is where, this is where Trump should have went even harder. And he failed to. He should have went hard in the paint on this. I'm not fearful of it. If I get it, I get it. I'll deal with it. But you're never going to stop me from living. You're never going to stop me from being me. Okay? And Trump, he, he, he promoted that. But he didn't promote it hard enough. He didn't promote a lot of things hard enough, I don't think. <laughs> he promoted things that did not matter too hard. Anyways, your rights do not begin where you think my rights should end. And my rights don't end where your fear begins. Yeah, and I said, not getting the vaccine is like the new voting for President Trump. You know, keep it hush-hush. Now I want to read this last part because I thought it was enjoyable. If you're curious, or not curious, I highly suggest thegasandpress.com, Virtuous America, where in parentheses halfway, back to freedom. We're almost there. I wrote, I like to picture Kamila and Jill exalting their feverish anger at the American people. In between Kamila cackles and Jill checking Twitter to make sure everyone refers to her as Dr. Biden. Joe asleep in the corner. Kamala shrieks at, at who the real culprits are. Those bastard motherfuckers who love Alex Jones and his conspiracy theories. Whilst worshipping the devil himself, Donald J. Trump. The hatred is so loud that a phone call comes in from the Oval Office. Where our Lord and Savior, Barack Hussein, don't forget that part, says President Trump. Obama is trying to write down Joe's talking points for the next day. If that's not <laughs> if that's not what America is now, I don't know what is. If you think Joe has got anything to do with what's going on, told you the last three weeks, I got oceanfront property in Arizona with your name on it. All right.
That's going to tie in to fuck the elites, of course. Um, I said Brian Stelzer is our, our golden boy. But listen, <laughs> Fauci is an elitist at this point. I don't know how he's not. And that's, that's talking point through your days about Fauci's emails. So let's, let's go into that. Let's go into that a little bit. These emails, if you're not aware, um, Washington Post, there's warning sign number one, published something, something like, uh, listen, I didn't read the whole thing because I knew it was BS. Something like 2,300 emails of Fauci's from 2020. So during, during Corona, why would the Washington Post, the, <laughs> I mean, they're just a straight propaganda arm at this point of, of the left. Why would they publish a hit, publish anything that could damage what they want to do? Destroy America. I mean, Bezos wants to take over this country. I'm sure a lot of these emails are real. Most of them are pointless. But this is what Justinian texted this morning. These Fauci emails that are coming out feel too good to be true. Why the fuck would someone write him an email with the subject coronavirus bioweapon production method? They just make... They just feel like a plant to make him escape a scapegoat. This whole thing is a scapegoat. Circle back. Take a shot to the election. That's your answer. They knew. <laughs> I don't I don't think anything is a conspiracy theory anymore. Because we've been right about everything. Let's go back. Let's go back to the midterms. 2018. The right smokes the left. Generally speaking, I guess. Lost the House. But that's not what... (laughs) The House doesn't matter. Okay? They don't do anything anyways. Keep the Senate. The Russia hoax is dying. So they've got to come up with a way and a, a, a person to blame everything on, to take the fall, and they need their vision. Kamilo gets decimated, decimated on the campaign trail, and she's the golden girl. <laughs> They're never going to let Bernie in, okay? They were never going to let Bernie in. They weren't going to run Hillary again. Because Trump would have dominated her. You create the perfect storm by creating a thousand little ones. How can we withstand everything? We couldn't. Tommy was down. They're not going to let Bernie win. Tulsi Gabbard is decimating, destroying the Democratic Party. Because half of them love her. Half of them hate her. And on the right, <laughs> we love her. So they can't let her win. They were never going to let Booker win. Are you kidding me? Spartacus? No. They were never going to let Andrew Yang win. Too logical. There was only one person that was ever going to get the nomination. He's our president now. Supposedly. 2019... They can't convince anybody that the Russia hoax is real. All these little games they play just aren't enough. We're going to take another seat in the Supreme Court because Ruth just (laughs) wouldn't go. And then this little opportunity from a big name comes along. It just all feels way too perfect. And that's the point about circling back to the emails. It's too good to be true. Too good to be true. You're telling me 
appointed Fauci. Let's not forget that they weren't ever going to take him down eventually. No way. Corona was the most fanatical, perfect, opportunistic storm in the history of politics. And everybody gets cooped up for months. Everyone's getting pissed off. And then old Derek Chauvin just had to kill George Floyd. And don't get me wrong, Trump did it to himself as well. All he had to do was wear a mask. All he had to do was say, hey, police brutality, Black Lives Matter, I don't know, free America, some bullshit. That's it. And he wins. Because they, they, they can't overcome that. They can't they can't swing an entire election. I've said on here multiple times, I think that they're going to dominate 2024. I don't know. They had to pull out all the cards, all of them, for 2020. Midterms will be interesting. I don't think it's interesting as 2024 will be. I just want everybody to remember on the right and obviously the left. When people start saying this is the most important election of our lifetime, tell them to fuck off. They say it every four years. They say we can't let them in if if we're going to survive. I'm here to tell you something. The less we care, the more powerful we become. We've got to quit giving the presidency so much power. We do it socially and vocally. And yeah, it is reality that the government has more power than any government ever has. But if we just quit acknowledging them, What are they going to do? It's just like Hollywood. No one gives a fuck what what George Clooney has to say about climate change. And if you do, you're living in a sad world where nothing exists and humanity is damned to hell forever. I don't know how we come back from it. That's purely just for a take on, on Fauci, on corona on the emails and he said he wanted me to tell all the listeners the dawn is near (laughs) now I don't think he means the dawn that most Americans are hoping for where we have a rejuvenated government rejuvenated people I think he means our dawn, the rebellion dawn, is near. Our slogan at the Gazin Press is "It's always the darkest just before the dawn." I'm having a, f- I'm having a hard time finding what Publius is finding. It just seems darker and darker. Now, we got a small win. We got summer without masks. We did get that. Can't complain. The Karens are gonna freak out. Because if they, if they wear the mask, do they get their shot? If they don't wear the mask, are they being a conspiracy theorist? <laughs> it's, it's a gorgeous, it's a sexy situation. I don't say that lightly either. Mm. Great cab. Dry. Mm. Thank you, Mother Gadsden. But these emails, don't read into them. Don't buy the hype. Distractions are real, okay? I mean, the White House completely fucks up the, the the Gaza Strip. And so they rush the CDC out to say, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. a couple weeks. Everybody can take their masks off if they're vaccinated. Always if they're vaccinated. They hate the, you know, anti-vaxxers. Even though we have every right to make each individual choice. 
sometimes I feel like I'm just repeating myself over and over and over and over and over. And I think I am, but it's so important that we all get on the same page. But don't read into the masks. Please. Look beyond it. Look, look at the news tomorrow. Look at the back of the front page. Look at the bottom of the trending list on Twitter. Don't look at the top. If you do that, I truly believe we can find some answers. We can find some solutions. Brian Stelzer, fuck the elites. He tweeted, the Intercept editor-in-chief talking about Intercept founding co-founder, now critic, Glenn Greenwald. He's become a practitioner of manufactured controversy in the service of the hard right in this country. (laughs) Glenn, if the day were to somehow ever come that you listen to Whiskey Rebellion, first off, you are my hero. Second, I don't know how you deal with these people. I, I don't know how you don't <laughs> go ape shit. I mean, this communist, bald, wannabe leftist Rush Limbaugh, Stelter. Is it Stelter or Stelter? I don't give a fuck. He probably, I don't know. I don't know what I was going to say there. This guy. The fact that he lost a million viewers in his in his first month after Trump's well after Biden's inauguration and Trump disappeared that's a great stat isn't it doesn't that just tingle you make you happy this guy he's got a book coming out called called hoax Donald Trump Fox News and the dangerous distortion of truth. So, this is from Fox News, The Five, yesterday. He tweeted about how The Five is back, live studio. He's jealous. We've reached a point in Trump's fall when headlines like this one are necessary. Despite his predictions, Trump won't simply be reinstated as president. Brian Stelter, I hope you hear this one day. If it's soon, fire me off an email and come find me, and we'll settle this like two old boys in the in the wild west. How how do you how do you wake up? How do you think? How do you live with yourself that you actually think what you say is the truth, nothing but the truth? So help you God. Where does it come from? Where do these where do these delusions on the left come from? What's the origin? How how see here's the thing. It's not that they're wrong. That's not what bugs me. It's that they preach that everyone else is wrong. They're always right. They've been wrong about everything. They still don't understand Trump. They still don't understand the base. They don't understand libertarianism. Don't understand government. They don't know what the hell they believe. But they know they believe in the destruction of civilization. They hate you. They hate me. They hate humans. They hate themselves. And and I try and try every week to have more grace for people, but Lord, it's getting difficult sometimes. 
they just they play right in the Trump's hands all the time. And 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 I was this is a true ass story. Last night when I was prepping for the show, I got on CNN. There were I think seven articles like in the first view of my desktop. Of those seven articles, five of them had Trump's name in it. Five of them. <laughs> you know why? Because it's clicks. It's not about the truth. It's not about news. It's about money. It's about power. It's about image. Stelter and people like him on the left. CNN is just a different brand of fucking stupid. MSNBC, they know they're lunatics. CNN is this delusion, under this delusion of what's real and what they want to be real. Like I said on episodes before, I used to like Jay Tapper. Sometimes I still do. I used to love Anderson Cooper. I mean, those guys are so far from, I don't even think reality is the right word anymore. What's the right word now? God, why? On Twitter just now, topics to follow. Stephen Colbert, Jimmy Kimmel, Stephen King. Jeez, Colin Kaepernick. (laughs) That's good. CNN just, these people are on a different level of the playing field that we can't comprehend. I can't comprehend any of this stuff anymore. I do want to give a, so recording this on the 2nd of June, um, one year ago today, um, Captain David Dorn was murdered um, in St. Louis during the looting and rioting. That one. That one killed me. I remember that. I need to. Uh, I need to look up the. I don't know if anybody remembers, but there was a, a bar in Minneapolis that got burned to the ground, and the bar owner um, was a retired firefighter who poured his life savings into this thing. He, he always wanted to open his own bar, and um, somebody started to go fund me, and. I was extremely active on it. Um, donated some money. Tried to get as many people as I could to donate money. Um, I know it was over a million dollars that we raised, but I don't know how he's doing. We'll have to look into that. Hopefully you report on that next week. Here's my big tweet for the day. So this is from this is from Facebook. Actually, it's a screenshot um, to a group. I mean, these are different kind of people. These are a different breed of people. Just bear with me. In a group called Comic Book Nerds Are Hot. <laughs> I love it. It's a Spider-Man comic. And this person said, This is the best and most logical reply I've ever heard to With great power comes great responsibility. Wait until you hear this bullshit. Okay? So this chick is talking to Spider-Man. And she says, really, that's inane. Most people in life don't have great power, and the few that do are almost never responsible with it. People who have the greatest responsibility are the kids with no power, because we're the ones who have to keep everybody else in check. (laughs) The tweet is, this is literally the dumbest response to, with great power comes great responsibility. I I don't really know what this person thought they were accomplishing. But according to the left, those without power, so the little people, have no judgment of character, don't know how to live, don't know how to make money, um, don't know how to be successful. And so they should go out and loot and riot and, you know, fuck the system. In almost every case, these people are people of color. 
And I don't, I don't, I don't know if they do it deliberately. Probably not. They're not that smart. But I mean, that's racist. <laughs> the the difference between us and them is this: we think we should help someone solve their problems. That that person has a responsibility to solve their problems. But that we, as humans, as brothers and sisters, should help them along the path, find their way. The left, they think government should help you find your way. Their answer is more taxes. That way, we can fund more programs that are going to both create jobs and you know, make more rounded people. Why is the left obsessed with liberal arts? Because they don't want anybody to excel at just one thing. Because that person will become more successful than the others. This is why they hate capitalism. Because capitalism at the core is fuck the government. We're going to do it our way. We're going to control what we control. Name me one agency in the government that works. I don't think there is one. I'm pretty biased. I can't think of one. People are trying to say, what, the mail? USPS? Are you fucking serious? They're the dumbest organization on this earth. So then what, the military? <laughs> Absolutely not. They waste so much money. They spend so much money on stupid stuff. They're spread around the planet when the fight is here. And there's a reason that they're spread around the planet. Because most of those guys in the military, a large percentage of them, they're not going to be fighting with who they swore their their oath to. These these government officials don't realize they aren't swearing an oath to them. They aren't swearing an oath to the Constitution. They're swearing an oath to us, all of them. We need to make them remember that. We need to make them live, eat, and breathe that. With great power comes great responsibility. I'm here behind the mic. I've got power, I guess. All 25 of you. And I said this at the end of my post. When it's just me, they hate me. When it's just you, they hate you. When it's us, they fear. When it's us they have to deal with, they don't know what to do. I don't know how we unite anarchists, libertarians, conservatives. But we have to. People want to. I said it repeatedly. They just don't know how. I'm going to make it my mission to find a solution before, by episode 20, to have some sort of answer of, okay, here's an idea. Because I don't have one today. I think conservatives are too delusional and too gung-ho on saving America. Republicans are Democrats 20 years ago. Democrats are communists. Don't forget who the enemy is. It's not the left. It's not the right. It's the elites. They've got all the money. They've got all the power. All the resources, all the media. If we're going to take them down, it's going to take all of us. You know, you think back to the free capitalism or the free market theory. We talked about Fauci, Corona being over. The world isn't a social media. Sometimes it's hard to remember that, especially for me. Don't let that dictate what you believe you should do. Voting isn't enough anymore. It just isn't. That's rigged too. We've got to get out there. We've got to get people rallied. We've got to get the troops up. We've got to buy guns. We've got to buy a lot of ammo. And we've got to take down the motherfucking system.
I don't know what happens if we do. I really don't know what happens if we don't. Either way, it's not going to be easy. Either way, it's going to be hard. But we have to accept it. We have a responsibility to our children, to our, our, our legacy, to the generations to come. I don't think every election is the most election, most important election, but I do think we're at a critical point in God's human experiment. I think sometimes he's at a loss. <laughs> it's what the hell's going on. But listen, get out there, spread the word about the whiskey, spread the word about the gas, and spread the word about whatever you're doing. You got something? Give us a shout. I'd love to hear about it. Email me. Email all of us. Keep fighting the good fight. Pop some drinks. I gotta finish my cab. It's always the darkest just before the dawn. But if Publius is right, that the dawn is coming, that the dawn is near, that we need to be more ready now than ever. We need more content. We need more people. We need more voices. If you're interested, if you're interested, reach out. Otherwise, I don't know how else we can make sure that good flag don't don't stop flying. God bless. Stay safe. Party hard because the masks are off. Well, let's make that gas and fly forever.